All right, strengths for me, for, we'll start off with the Storm. They're the home team. Uh, it's pretty obvious. What's experience. home though? Um, Sunny Coast Stadium. Ooh, which, Coast. I'm glad you asked, guys, and we didn't plan this. Um, I ran into the great, the eighth immortal. Uh, yesterday, had, having a coffee after I did my run, we passed each other. Name drop, name drop. Um, yeah, it's a little name drop, yeah, big time. And, um, Mates of immortals. <laughs> yeah, the eighth, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, he talked about... Uh, the conditions, because I asked him about the game and, and what his thoughts were going to be on the game. Uh, and we obviously talked about how we mentioned him on Tommy Turbo and, and the post. I, I, I took the piss out of him a little bit with that. The worst post ever, yeah. yeah. And uh, no, he just talked about the conditions. He goes, he told me, he hasn't swayed me on my opinion, by the way, but I say, he said the Sunny Coast Stadium's got a little bit extra dew on it. So, and then throw on the fact that, that it's pretty much been the Storm's home away from home mm. for the last, what, 18 Two months years, now. Yeah, so, yeah. They've, you know, those little things matter when it comes into finals time. Just being, just knowing how the, the ball's going to flow on kicks in particular, I think uh, it'll really it's be... like su- Dewey, but a hard ground day. Yeah, so he goes, if it was a day game, an afternoon game, he goes, I would have liked Manly's chances, but uh, with, with it being a... Uh, a night Friday night game. He goes. He's leaning towards um, the storm. So that's that's the eighth straight there from for the you. Eighth. Straight f- like ATR Sports special that. Yep. Uh, but um, just w- just admit, uh, for my take on it, I'm just with the experience in big games across the board. Uh, most of these guys are want to comp. Obviously from last year, a uh, number of them have been played in multiple uh, grand finals. Um, so that's obviously the strength of them. It's it's pretty easy for Manly Turbo. <laughs> um, it's hard not to like They do have so many good weapons across the board uh, But With regards to Turbo It's just, you know, we keep talking about Runs of, of players in the past And how momentum for a certain player can lift a team Like we've seen to the big dance A team with that With a fullback that's been in that sort of form Hasn't got the job done yet mm. But could Turbo be the exception to the rule this year. Can only fullbacks go on those types of runs, you reckon? It feels like it. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, when you asked that question then, I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah. maybe. Yeah, obviously Teddy's been consistent and got the job done, like being a fullback and had these sorts of seasons without, like... It doesn't feel the same, though. He eh? does it more clinically. Like, he does it week in, week out, and he doesn't go... It's because he's great. his greatness has been consistent across the board for mm-hmm. a long period of time that we probably don't notice it. But he has been putting up... Like, with those performances with the boys, Benny Barber and Hainsey in particular, like, they had a real purple patch of about a season. Mm-hmm. You know, season for Benny, 10, even less for, for Hainsey. And then with Turbo, it's been... Obviously, since he's got his fucking hammies right, like he's got his body right, and you've always seen glimpses of this with with Turbo. Yeah, I feel like he's in a really good spot. Like, I was worried about that jinxing him at one point throughout the season. So mm. I don't really want to talk him up too much because that's the way I think. But uh, he's got a really good routine now, and his body's in really good shape. He's obviously off the piss. Um, but back to the point about just with Teddy, like Teddy, you know, and Billy Slater. This is another one, obviously. Like, those guys have been really good fullbacks that have won the comps, won daily M's. Um, but you just don't really think about, like, in, in like a, a smaller portion of mm. form like that because they've done it so consistently. So, for me, yeah, I think Turbo, this is a crucial game. Um, straight off the bat, whoever wins this, 
uh, game puts himself in a really good position to, go to make the grand final because yeah. they avoid Penrith. But, uh, yeah, those are my two strengths for, for both teams, guys. Uh, for me, Storm, I'm going Craig Bellamy. I think coaching matters. We've yep. been talking about this off air, not even just in, in this game, but about across multiple sports. There's probably nothing he hasn't really seen when it comes to finals and anything like that. <coughs> Um, obviously, they're not in form, but he understands the ebbs and flows of, of sports. Um, like you can't be up for that long. Like you know what I mean. Like I, I know Manly has yeah. but for a while, but it's like a whole new competition starts again uh, with when it comes to finals as well. So it'd be interesting to see how he approaches it. I think his coaching against Tommy Turbo is going to be something special yep. for me. Manly, I just like their attack. They're so like when you when you do video on Manly, their attack can come from so many variations, and we touched on Fozzie and Turbo's combination. He's also got a combination with his brother Jake. You can go inside ball. He's also got a combination with DC as well. So for me, their strengths are they're so diverse. They get so many different looks. Um, when you look up, they they can play from anywhere. They can play from the back half of the field. They can score tries on your own line. Man, they're special. They're a special team. So for me, that's their strengths. Yeah, for sure. Because some teams try to attack at different parts of the field. Like, you, you can tell Rabideau's uh, uh, predominantly left and, and teams have a style. With Manly, it's hard to predict because they do have genuine good shape all across the board, even starting from their middles. Mm, mm. And they just get rolling. I think it's a good point you make on the purple patch of form, probably standing out more than a season like Teddy. Yep. Hey, well. hey, 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 does, it, does it put a stain on his career that... Like, the reason why we appreciate those ones because Benny Barber done it for the Bulldogs... Hainsy done it for, like, you know what I mean? Hainsy's done Parramatta. it for Parramatta. If Teddy had done this for the Tigers, yeah, but I think is this the I KD is this the KD Warriors conversation? It's possibly. I think it's more like when I look at Teddy, you probably liken Teddy season more like Roger twenty eighteen. One's the Dally M, but you don't remember it as a historically amazing season. He was good the whole way, but he didn't have That's that consistent. super purple patch of form, and he was on one of those lesser teams. Um, say, say someone know. else picks up the Dally M. Do you reckon I just hand it off to Tommy? <laughs> or like Nath. You, like it's only going to be Tommy or Nath. What about someone like a Cody Walker or a sneaky Jerome Hughes or someone? That's someone that's played that the whole season and collected points up. Scope's talked about this before. I think the only thing stopping Hughes would be he'd be sharing points with Nico and, and Money all year. Yeah. That would be it. Like Tommy, Cody Tommy Walker is, with Latrell. Tommy's like collected Ren, three Ren's every kicking games sometimes. Yeah. But so, say if Cody Walker... What do you mean, what do you mean hand it off? Like, just like, imagine, <laughs> like, like just, imagine if you won a Dally M and like, you just know Tommy's had the best season. Imagine someone just Oh, goes, like, so if you're sitting there in the yeah, top four, like, yeah, okay. No, nah, you're up there on the speech and you just go, oh, oh like, I've won a Dally M, but to be honest, man, Tommy, like, you probably deserve this. This is probably the best. Imagine that. I'll be taking it. Yeah, I'm taking that <laughs> every day of the week. Uh, what about weaknesses in this one, Scope? Where are you going? All right, weaknesses. Uh, I've mentioned this a couple of times on, a, on previous shows. The right edge is... It's look. It's not a, a normal weakness for other teams where, like you know, at one point Parramatta's right edge was awful for for a while. They've fixed that up a little bit as well. But you, when you look at, it's very hard to break this team down one one to seventeen. There's not many weaknesses. So for me, I've talked about it before. If you, I'd be looking to attack, not attack, but uh, lay the line on uh, Melbourne's left edge, and then be swinging the ball from right to left. Manly, I think. So you, you, you like a better off a longer percentage, or yep. yeah, okay, yeah, because then that with that opportunity, and that uh, that suits that suits Manly to a T. Well, Melbourne are clinical at a at like a five five split. Yeah, like one, once they got even numbers, and Jerome Hughes can sort of dictate or read the play. He does a really good job. So you, you, with with going from a wider position, you sort of take the decision out of Jerome's hands in a way because. Therefore, if there are more people on the inside mm. having to make that decision, 
Like, again, you know, Felice Cafusi's on the inside, so he's very rarely going to make a bad decision. <laughs> but for me, it's got to be um, the inexperienced players in big games of footy of, of George Jennings, potentially who will be on the right edge, and uh, Remus. Remus Smith. And the other one is, uh, you know, a little bit with, with uh, our mate Lumi Lumi on the, <laughs> on the left edge. Means go love him, mate. Just, yeah. He just gives us a giggle. Yeah, eh? he's a bit of a giggle because he's he sort of like, he's that unpredictable player <laughs> in the Melbourne where you just don't know what he's going to toss up. I swear sometimes when it looks like he's running like, he I think he's going to, he can't slow down. Like, he's that quick. <laughs> you ever watch the Mighty Ducks, DT Mighty Ducks? Yeah. And there's that guy who can't break properly? Yeah, he can't, he can't hit the skate. So <laughs> for, for me, um, you know. He, that, he, bro, he might be a left side winger. Could be, yeah, yeah. It does kind of look uncomfortable way yeah, when he goes. He's swerving around on that right, so maybe you're right. Maybe his body <laughs> position on the left hand side because that's he struggles to come back. He's Derek Zoolander. He can't turn left. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps going right. So um, yeah, so he, he he could be like we'll see what happens. But like I'm I'm avoiding Justin Ollam and and the Prez if if the presidents are playing too. That'd be massive if he doesn't play. Um, and for me, manly, it's discipline. And discipline in a couple of different areas. Uh, so not only just holding the ball, not giving away simple, uh, shitty little penalties. Sometimes when I watch manly, because I know them and I know the system a little bit um, better than other teams, is that just making sure the players are getting to the right spots. And this is what Melbourne do really well. Kristen, Kristen Welsh isn't afraid to have a two-metre carry to get to a tram to make sure they get a good shot. Mm. Whereas um, I've watched Manly players before, because they've got so much footy, there's there's been a bit of clunkiness in um, defined roles there. Like, you know, Dylan Walker comes on and he likes to play a bit of footy. Jakey can play with the footy. Joshy Schuster can um, loves playing with the footy. You know, Marty Tapel can fucking – he runs all over the shop like – he, yeah, he, he can run 15 bro, yeah. metres sideways to go 15 metres. Almost like for feeder, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, a bit like that. So with all that becomes a bit of clunkiness and getting not getting to the right spots. Like they've got to be disciplined in, in how they approach and set up their shots for me. So mm. um, that'll be massive. And then making sure that um, those guys that I talked about are effective. So when they do get their... Um, when Josh Schuster gets his shot on the left to attack the right, uh, Dylan Walker comes on. He's thinking, you know, more run first before pass and, mm, good point. and, and really Jakey good point. Javojevic. So um, that'll be big for me. Uh, for me, it's form. Form. Um, obviously, we, we hold Melbourne on a higher standard than most people. Uh, it's obviously, like when you've got a gun player, has good games and bad games, very few far between. But, far between. but um, yeah, they're just not in the... As like as good as what they should be playing, rolling into the finals, and obviously they had a pretty good game last week, and it was great to see Pappy and back in form. But um, also just want would love to see them just like almost you, you just when I mean, Melbourne roll into the finals, they should almost be like, yep, they're going to win. Yeah. And I don't really feel that. Um, I know I know opposition is a big part of this, but for me, they're just not quite where I think they should be. And it's um, but who knows? Like we said before, it's kind of just a whole new competition. For me, weaknesses for Manly are, are, are their expansive style, where your biggest strength is always your biggest weakness for me. Um, like Schuster, I think Schuster's in there right now going, fuck, I'm about to take on Melbourne. Mm. Like, what's the, what's the big play I can come up with? Mm. You know, when you're young, you think like that. Like, yeah. I used to think, bro, wait, wait till I get this chip and chase back. And <laughs> How many chip and chases did you pull off? Oh, 20s. I almost got hooked because I've done three <laughs> in the first half. So, like, that sort of style. Is great when everything's going well, but when when you got Melbourne pushing you and, and kicking you into the corners, sometimes that expansive style can get you in a bit of trouble. You try and pass your way out of trouble, which I don't think is always the best case. So I think their biggest strength could also be their biggest weakness. Mm, interesting. X-Factor scope. I mean, sorry, prediction. X Final factor. prediction. Uh, we'll go X-Factor oh, and X then we'll factor. get a prediction to, to 
finish off. So Taylor. the X factor for me is uh, I've got you know pretty much single players all the way through for the rest of the things, but it's the cheese and Harry combination. So um, Brandon Smith to start the game if he does. You know, I think he has to. Yeah, I th- yeah. Th- but there's the old spanner where sometimes um, you never know with Bellamy. He could, you know, make a late decision and, and Harry. Oh, I don't know any information about that. But if, it, if everything, everything goes to plan, Chief starting the game, and then like I said, when Harry comes off the bench at that 25 minute to 30 minute mark, it is crucial that Manly do a job on him. Uh, but I haven't seen any evidence of it from anyone being able to stop him yet. Um, since no. they've since they've played together, only time is when they stopped themselves when Grant was a bit off when he started two weeks ago. Three yeah, weeks well, ago. that's the only yeah. thing that stopped him is coming back from injuries or form or whatever. But yeah. once they've got their um, the runs under the belt and they're, and they and they're flowing that's nicely, scary. I think Parramatta yeah, Parramatta tightened the screws on them a little bit. Um, yep, but if you tighten up yeah. your middle, you just open up the wide. That's so what they did, and they just couldn't. Couldn't get wide. Yeah, yeah. They did, mm. I think they did the best job I've seen on Harry Grant in a hot minute. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So um, Cheese and Harry, they're the X factor, though. I, it's very hard to stop because they can pop up anywhere, and they're relentless, and they're fit, and uh, yeah, all sorts of things. Uh, uh, your guy that you you mentioned that could be. Um, I'm going. I'm going Jerome Hughes. I think a lot of the like light will go on Pappy and Cheese and. Munster, if he plays, then Grant. So everyone's going to be looking there. The thing I love about Jerome Hughes is the way he sort of runs the ball. So he'll get a double shape like that and he'll be out the back. So he uses the pass to get him on the outside and then he just cranks off his right. So I think he's in for a big game, bro. I think he'd be looking forward to this. Like, it's sort of like sometimes, you know, when Clay Thompson gets hot, it's just because they're looking at KD and Steph. I think he's that guy for them. Yeah. When when everyone's looking at someone else, he's just going to crank off his right and go through. He's got some beautiful touches when he's in line breaks as well. He can sort of shape the ball up well and just put it onto it and then get it through. Man, I I think he's in for a big game. Obviously, depends if Munster plays. Munster steadies the ship up. He's got X Factor. I think when um, Nico Hines plays at um, six, it's just not as flowy. And I don't think Pappy's got that flow with him and off the back of shape. But I think Jerome Hughes can do some pretty cool things coming off that right foot and, and squaring up. So I'm going him and Manly's just obviously turbo, isn't it? Jeez, I love yep, that analogy. I love turbo that Clay Thompson, man. Man, I, I love the Clay Thompson analogy as well. And I'm yeah. happy for Jerome that he's finally getting the yeah. not not recognition from us, but like when we did head on the plate, majority of the comments were for fucking Jerome Hughes and to shut Jerome Hughes down. So it's good to see that he's getting that um, league wide notice from not only us. Players that have played it before, but fans are starting to take notice for how important he is for that team. For me, you know, you he's said he's quick, eh? He's quick as bro. He's an ex fullback, you know. Little headgear just going. <laughs> yeah, little. Yeah, he's got the little duck underneath too, like a little show and go. He's got. It's a bit like fucking. Um, he's sort of got JT's dummy and go like. Dummy, yeah. duck, and fucking bro, come watch underneath him. Watch him when he gets out of the back of the doubles because you know how the back rower has to double D that lead as well? Yeah. Bro, he just gets it off the back and just catches it wide and just goes crank. Yeah, and like he got Joshy Schuster last game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joshy Schuster's my X Factor. You mentioned Turbo. Josh Schuster, uh, for the same reasons that you said, Ice, making sure that he doesn't overplay his hand because I feel like, obviously, because I said Melbourne's uh, weaknesses is the right edge and I want him to attack it, his... Um, uh, Play selection is crucial on, on you know, also... I think Fozzie's got to take the play selection out of his hands. Yeah, also, yeah, Early. so giving him a couple of plays and then also when it's his time to run a nice solid line and make sure he can set it up for others. So they've got little variations where they can do some drops, um, which is nice where he comes back and links up through the middle. But like you said, um, for me, he's the X factor as long as he doesn't overplay his hand. Like if, he, if he can play a nice solid game, 
but I don't want to fully take, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to uh, take that ability away from him. But like you said, I think early on, uh, I want I want to see the ball in Fozzie's hands a little bit more on. And as they start to fatigue in, in the back end of halves, that's when I want Joshy Schuster to be touching the ball. But does the game open up for Fozzie a little bit? We're looking at Schuster. We've got Tommy at the back. Does it open up for him? I think Melbourne's D's system's too solid. You know, they press up from the inside really, really hard. So, yeah, who knows? Predictions? Scope, we'll start with you. Despite the eighth, saying that... <laughs> again, against the greatest. <laughs> again, again, just mentioning that I ran into the, the eighth and we had a good chat about footy. You know the uh, eighth, yeah. Uh, manly by one. A DCE clutch field goal. What what foot? Any. Any. Fake right. <laughs> onto the fake left. left <laughs> come back, back to the right. No, right. no. Nah, nah, just a field goal. I don't, I don't know how he's going to get it. It's going to be a close game. But my bet, my play for the game, will be either team under 10 and a half because I think it's going to be a close game. I think the start's eight and a half. For Manly, yeah, $1.90. I know that. I don't think <laughs> it's a start. I'm, yeah, so I'm you like it. the start? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm banking on. I like that twenty point swing for either team because I think it's going to be close and there's not going to be much in it. With with what Joey said with the conditions, how it's going to be a little bit slippery and it might be a bit of a forwards play early mm. on and and kicking battle. So um, yeah, Ches Ches and uh, Jerome and, and Munster and Foz are going to have to kick really well in this game. Melbourne eighteen fourteen. I've gone off the back of there. I've just taken. I've got my points up here, and I've just changed him. Changed <laughs> the scope. Was looking at twenty six. When he said eighteen fourteen, I went, "What the fuck?" It's on the no, no, actually, I'll back my I'll back yeah. my. Man, yeah. Never mind the eighth. Yeah, I'll back me. Twenty six twenty to Melbourne. <laughs> uh, I just, I just think they'll get up for this game. Oh, I was finals. You, yeah, <clears throat> them boys don't fuck around when it comes to finals. Yep. All right. Cool.